Melbourne, we need to take a break, especially from this guy. You want to go? Get in the car, kids. We're going to Sydney. Plus our first Indian wedding. The long drive only grew sweeter hour by hour as we approached the land of the free. Sydney's changed a lot since I've been here last. So you got Barangaroo Tower, Crown Casino. You've got this International Convention Center and Sofitel Wentworth. You know what I'm still waiting for? I'm waiting for someone in Sydney to yell at me. Yell at me for not standing on the spot. Yell at me for not wearing a mask. Yell at me for some kind of just that general policing of one another, but I'm not finding it. There is 100% a different culture here than there is in Victoria, and you don't know it until you get out of Victoria. So I encourage you all to take an interstate trip somewhere. Mate, I tell you what, the anxiety is real. The post-traumatic stress disorder is real. Maybe I'm a snowflake. You know what, I am a snowflake. I'm a millennial snowflake. But I tell you what, here in Sydney, going to Coles and going to various restaurants where Masks are coming off on Friday, but vaccine passports are not required here. But forget that. Just the people. I'm so used to being told off for various things. Twice now, people here in Sydney have said, Sir, sir, sir. And I'm, I just I ignore them. I don't want to be yelled at. I've, I've had enough. It's, please stop attacking me, right? They're going to scream at me for something. Oh, sir, um, you forgot this. You dropped this. Or, sir, would you like a... Uh, Oh, your kids are so cute. Can I give them a banana? They're being nice, and yet I'm treating them like they're about to attack me. These are the diaries of a Victorian in New South Wales, trying to relearn how to, how to operate in society like a normal human being. I'm here in Sydney, Norellan Town Centre. It's a big shopping centre like Westfield. Uh, let's talk about mask compliance. So masks have come off here. However, uh, I've noticed that a lot of people uh, weren't really wearing them anyway before they came off. More importantly, it seems that it doesn't matter whether the mandates are here or not. The attitude is not to police one another. So I've noticed that there are a lot of people not wearing a mask in Sydney before they came off and the other shopkeepers were treating them very friendly never even saying excuse me sir do you have a mask they just seem to not care about it I've been asking some of the shopkeepers here what the attitude is towards it all and the consensus seems to be that uh, they're over it Melburnians will more readily police one another and the Sydney siders don't seem to want to police each other regardless of the rules so that's been surprising Victoria, they'll chase you down for masks or lack of check-in or back to passport, but look at this here. Check-in no longer required as directed by New South Wales government, COVID safe. It's like they're wanting to throw off restrictions here. I've got to say, being a tourist in Sydney is a very different experience from living in Sydney. A lovely city to be a tourist in. Melbourne, not so much. The real reason we were in Sydney, of course, was a giant restaurant safari. Here are a couple of highlights. And there is only one place in all of Sydney that you need to go to. It's compulsory. Mandates are all the rage, so here's discernible mandating. I am Garang 99 in Kingsford. This is on Anzac Parade. 
where we have a new tram line set up. Now, I Am Garang 99 opened in 1999 or 1998, so they've been here for 24 years. They have such delicacies as, that's right, proper satay that you cannot get anywhere else in Sydney or indeed in Melbourne. And they have amazing things like Paha Bakar. So Bakar is a charcoal grilled, or Goreng is the deep fried type chicken. Incredible. With their uh, sambal terazi. And then, oh, you have to get the soto ayam. Soto ayam, the soup. Soup with the egg and the meat. And also, you know, like nazi goreng. Usual kind of stuff. Now, this store is so amazing. And they need your help. They need your support because they can't get staff. They're takeaway only. So if you're in Sydney, get your butt down to IM99 in Kingsford. Down in Southwest Sydney, here's a big shout out to What's Up Brothers. That's right, down in Gregory Hills in, near Norellan. It's your boy Matt. Grew up in Southwest Sydney when Campbelltown was a bit of a hole, and now Campbelltown and Norell and all that's not so bad. If you're in Southwestern Sydney, this is the place to go get their mixed grill. Comes with rice and uh, grilled tomato and a bunch of meats. It's incredible. Do yourself a favor, come here. They uh, don't know I'm doing this little advert for them, but they are legends. I wish I could come back to here on those late nights all the way from Melbourne. What's up, brothers? I've started to have political conversations with the people in Sydney, and it seems that there's a culture, I guess because it's a Liberal government, and they are dodgy in a different way to Labor governments. If you follow some good independent journalists like Michael West, Michael West Media, he's pretty anti-Liberal. He documents quite a lot of the corruption of liberals around the place, especially in New South Wales. And it seems to me that they're dodgy in a way that the people go, yeah, we know they're pretty corrupt and we know that they're for big business, they're robbing us a little bit or a lot. But as long as they leave us alone, pretty much, pretty much leave us alone, let us get along with it, on with our lives, then whatever, they can stick their snouts in the trough and. We can rage about it every now and then, but at the end of the day, they keep on voting Liberals here in New South Wales. But then the approach to government in places like Victoria, it's a much more caring and kind government. So they posture. And you vote in the government to fix something or to do something or to progress something. And the people are embracing of that in Victoria. But I wonder now, as we come out of the pandemic response, if people just want to be left alone a bit, some of the shine might come off that style of government. Sydney weather is intense. Let's talk about the difference between Sydney and Melbourne weather. People always say that Sydney's more humid or Sydney's hotter. Some people say Melbourne summers are hotter. Here is the actual rundown. I've never seen anyone talk about. Yes, Melbourne weather is changeable. Four seasons in one day and all of that jazz. But the thing is, you can have an identical day in Sydney and Melbourne where let's say it's a top of 26, 27, 28, around there. The same day in Melbourne will be a humidity of around 35%. The same day in Sydney will always be above 55%, sometimes 65 or this muggy week, it's more like 85%. 
26 degrees at a high humidity feels very, very different. But here's the thing that people don't talk about. Melbourne starts off a low base. Uh -huh. So even when you look at the average highs and even when you look at the median temperatures and the average temperatures and the average lows, it doesn't show this. And that is the amount of time spent at a lower temperature. So let's say, let's say putting all humidity aside, let's just talk temperature. Let's say it's a top of 26 in Melbourne and a top of 26 in Sydney, but the low in Sydney is 20, which is common. And the low in Melbourne in summer even is 14, which is common. Melbourne temperatures peak around 3.30, 4pm. Sydney temperatures peak around 2, 2.30pm, roughly. Sydney starts at 20, gets to 28, say. And for a very large portion of the day, you're, you might be a bit uncomfortable. The temperature will be over, over 22, 23, 24 degrees. But in Melbourne, it starts at 14. It spends many, many hours of the mornings quite cold until it peaks late in the afternoon at 3.34. And it's at 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. And you're not peaking until, what, quite late in the day. So the experience of a 28 degree maximum temperature day in Melbourne is significantly more pleasant than that in Sydney, both because of humidity and because of the total time of the day spent at a lower temperature, even though it's the same maximum. They don't tell you that when they compare the two cities. You can't visit Sydney without going to its star attraction, the ABC. Here we are at the headquarters of our ABC here in Ultimo in Sydney. Do you know how much money this building, this site would be worth? Do you know how much money we pay the ABC? It used to be crazy to think they had a billion dollars. They're well over a billion dollars a year now in budget. For a start, this nice little campus here in Ultima, does that represent you, Australia? Does that represent you? Maybe they should sell this for a pretty penny. Stop making us pay for this exorbitant space and go and put the headquarters somewhere else like, I don't know, Parramatta. It's not that bad out there, ABC. As we approach the end of our trip on the way back to Melbourne, we've had the opportunity to sit in a lot of different restaurants and cafes and overhear conversations. And there is certainly a variation of what we would all discuss in a cafe, but there is a pattern of notice in Sydney versus Melbourne. We have uh, in Sydney a wide range of conversations, people generally not talking about restrictions, but when you sit down in a cafe on this side of the border in Victoria, uh, everyone's talking about something to do with uh, coming out of the, I guess, lingering uh, restrictions. They're talking about rat tests, they're talking about the kids in school having to do certain things. There's just a predominance of that topic here in Victoria. And it makes sense because when you walk into a cafe on one side of the border, it's, it's about business. When you walk on into a cafe on this side of the border, there are signs everywhere and check-in and vaccination uh, proof showing and um, and then the conversations are all around the same thing and it makes sense you know the, the the governments are handling it slightly differently now or very differently now so that is 
uh, unfortunate that down here in Victoria we're obviously nece necessarily more obsessed with restrictions and rules because they're still upon us. That's been a culture shock. I'm not enjoying being back in Victoria for that reason. I'm going to enjoy the weather in Victoria much more than in Sydney. And I hope you've enjoyed our little uh, tour around Sydney and back to Melbourne. I must say I would rather live in Sydney at this point, but uh, do feel somewhat called to be helpful here in Melbourne. So not going anywhere, at least until the November 2022 election, where we're gonna have a live panel both for the federal election in May and for the state election in November 2022. And we're gonna have a lot of fun between now and then. In the meantime, enjoy the news, lots of things happening. There has been an interesting, we were the first to report on Bunga Legal's win in uh, the Gold Coast. He's running cases all across the country uh, where the Gold Coast Council, I think it was, backed down on their vaccine mandates for some workers just before the case was about to run. They had a very strong case and the council said, you know what, we're not even gonna fight it. So uh, some good news there coming out of the Gold Coast. Happy days, Melbourne. Happy days, Sydney. Love you both.